thanks for joining us again. Episode four of Slasher, Jared. Mm. Right in the midsection of the series, I yep. had pointed out that I was slightly unhappy with episode three. Yes. You, of course, loved it. Yeah, of course. How did you, what was your take on episode four? Yeah, still pretty happy. I think, as kind of happens, losing a few characters kind of focuses you on a few different things. And we, as we said, you know, you can see everyone's story is coming out. And I, yeah, I felt it was another pretty good one. We got some revelations that will kind of continue to unravel with, with deeper kind of consequences. And the big thing for me was a couple more instances of the killer being involved, which worked really well. So, yeah. I was I was happy again. I think so far, this has probably been my favourite of the four four seasons. I would go along with that as far as the quality of the first four episodes. Apart from episode three that I didn't like, mm. I feel that the other three episodes have been solid. The idea is solid, and the gore and and violence and stuff and the slasher slasher style stuff is spot on. If I had to rank the seasons, I'd probably. For some reason, I enjoyed season two. I don't know whether it was as well written as season one. Mm. Season one actually had a better story, I think. Yep. But two, season two had the the prerequisite slasher movie stuff almost to a T, you know? Yeah. Everything in it was, was absolutely to the letter of what you would expect. Uh, so I kind of, I, I dug two, but I do feel that this, if, if it plays out Hopefully, with enough twists and turns, I, I get the. I, I feel like four season four could be the best one. Yeah, well, it's all it's all going to hang on the reveals and and how it plays out in the later episodes as to how we kind of you know think back on where it ranks, I suppose. But I still I think the concept of like the game in amongst the people being killed off and all the backstories, I think it just holds. I think it just holds the interest a bit more. Like even when the story is not necessarily progressing in terms of finding out who's going to be involved, the fact that we've got everyone's kind of own instances of of what they went through with with Cronenberg's character is just it's just super interesting. And as you said previously, he's doing a really good job. So anytime you get him, it's it's fun. It's fun to watch, and whether we, you know, whether whether the games or not look, you know, like they might have been pinched a little bit from places like Saw or the ideas, it still holds a bit of an intrigue as to where it's going. I think it, they've managed to they've managed to keep the interest levels throughout the episodes a little bit higher. Yeah, I would agree. That's where season three was let down. The stuff. The, the the fallback information about characters and their their involvement in the apartment block was kind of pretty poor. Yeah, um, and I think so it, it it struggled mightily in that in that regard. Yeah, and I think they were going for a similar thing. They were kind of trying to to get into this whole, you know, there were secrets amongst what was going on in the apartment block. And so I think they were going for a similar thing, that you could get some surprise out of that without necessarily any revelations going on about the killer, like changing people's relationships with each other as you went. And, you know, for the most part, it was enjoyable, but I think it's done a bit more successfully this time around. Agreed. Yeah, I, I would agree. I thought this episode was, was much, much better. As far as the pros and, and the, the likes of the episode... Immediately finding Seamus cut in half and strung up in his room. Oh, 
was nasty. super nasty. Holy shit. And then the whole sequence where they pull him off the wall and he falls on top of yeah. fucking Theo. Yeah, I'm just yeah. like, get him off. I mean, fuck, I'd have been chundering all over the place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, my favourite part of that was... <laughs> My favourite part of that was like there was a there was a portion after all that happened, they started talking about music and all this sort of stuff, and I'm sitting there thinking, yeah, like well, you save this shit for the wake, don't you? Not while the blokes like hollowed out in front of you, like. <laughs> but immediately after that, they chuck him in a sheet, pick him up, and then you hear um, you hear the brother that is is back on the island after being kidnapped, as they're walking away, just kind of go, where's the rest of it? <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> <laughs> I think they're really kind of getting a few really good moments of that that kind of darker humour that is just working really well this season and working in in oh. hand in hand with the the, the kind of this, the whole setup that Cronenberg's overseeing it and he was a bit twisted himself and and you're seeing a little bit of that coming through in some of the some of the comedic or the parts that I'm finding funny anyway. Yes. Maybe no one else is. <laughs> I, don't I, I don't know, but I'm enjoying it. <laughs> the other thing I found amusing about that is the fucking hollowed-out corpse is laid on the ground after after Theo throws it off, and then they go, instead of putting the sheet over him and then maybe sort of tucking it around him, yeah. they fucking still pick him up and put him on. I'm like, don't touch it. <laughs> 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 Touch the thing as little as you can. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. It's correct. a fucking hollowed out corpse. Use it like a stretcher. <laughs> Just hold the corners. Like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'm just throwing the fucking sheet over and going, this room's off limits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, throw the sheet over him. Majid, come and clean this up, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, it would seem they left Cronenberg in one room. That one's also off limits. <laughs> He's currently decomposing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but we've only, got, we've only got, what, 78 other rooms to use, so <laughs> we should be all right. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's, the, that's, my, that's my reasoning. I've got plenty of other routes. Don't worry about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that was the opening start. I actually really like the the fight and chase between the killer and Liv. Yeah. When she's out looking for the boat. And there's a really good shot of him after she's escaped down into the, the basement. Mm. And she's looking out at him and, and, and yelling something. And he, he takes the knife against the glass and goes... And pulls it across. Yeah, yeah. And I thought that was really fucking creepy. Yep. And I kind of dig the mask. Initially, I didn't, but seeing it more up close, it looks cool. Yeah, it looks like one of those. What do they call them? Those those kind of old. Uh, you see it in in um, video games and shit, like old doctors' masks or whatever they were. It seems like it's based yeah. on that kind of look. And so I kind of dig that he's yeah. it's getting around in in that and a top hat and whatever. Like I think it's a yeah, it's a pretty good, pretty good look. I do like the fact that during a punch up with someone, the top hat still doesn't fucking come off. No, no, of course it's fixed on there. Yeah, obviously, unless it's part of the mask in full. Yeah, it might be part of the whole mask. But again, I thought that was really cool. Now, the next, like for me. 
plays back into my theory because it could have upended something <laughs> for mm-hmm. me personally. The lullaby that Vincent remembers mm-hmm. and says that that's what his, his kidnappers sung to him. Yep. And then Brigitte t- says that we, we kidnapped him. Her family kidnapped him. Mm-hmm. This could play badly into my theory about Vincent. Yeah. Because it seems like a pretty specific theme, thing to remember. Yes. Which, you know, it hasn't t- totally ruled it out for me. Neither is um, David Cronenberg coming back from the dead. I'm still there. <laughs> but... <laughs> well, we're still, we still haven't gone to the bunker. Yeah, exactly. Cronenberg. He's fucking got a, he's got a bloody electronic heart. <laughs> he's still alive. But that could hurt the whole overall theory about Vincent. Hmm. Because that's something very specific you'd remember, but I really liked the twist of it. Yeah. Look, I had one minor issue. I was thinking, you know, if you've if you've been singing that pretty regularly to someone that you kidnapped, maybe drop it from the repertoire. Maybe get get the songbook out and find a new one. <laughs> but, yeah, but, yeah, possibly, possibly. But it's funny because when that happened, I was like, okay, well, I nailed that from the first episode. But as soon as it came out and they started arguing, and then you know that, that those three took off. I just looking at the yeah. base of the other episodes, I thought to myself, "Well, I've got, I've got that part, but she's going to be killed now." <laughs> and it looks like that's yes. what's happened, but we didn't see, it. we haven't seen her dead yet, so who knows? You never really no, confirm it until you see it. But it looks like she's she's out, out of the running. Yeah, I think I think so. I think they actually the the end kind of insinuates it with that the sand stop moving, the sand and stuff move yeah. for a second, and then. Stop. And then it stops. Yeah. So I'm. Um, but you know, if Cronenberg's still a chance, I mean, he's he's probably just scurried out and dug her up and said, "Come into the bunker until we finish the game." So who knows? Yeah, they might still right, be yeah. still be the higher ups at the at the our fucking detective unit. Adam dragged me to the office and they said, "You're on the money. You've got a promotion." <laughs> and I said, "Yeah, that fucking that idiot Poirot's still down at the down at the <laughs> wharf scraping up <laughs> paint and shit samples." But then I've left the office and gone. <laughs> Well, I'm glad I got a pay bump because now I got fucking nothing. I got nothing, and I need to just <laughs> I need to get back on the. The thing is, though, let me tell you something, mate. Po- Poirot's about to fucking go up a couple of pay pay increments this week. <laughs> He's got all sorts of shit to do. Yeah, yeah, it was funny that the uh, the peaker the peaker reared its head again because I'm thinking, yeah, oh, we better yeah. we better bag that cork, test it. We're testing for lead. We're testing for possibly bird shit. Whatever, whatever we can find on that core, we need to know yeah. about. Yeah, should we test for should we test for blood and um, DNA? Nah, <laughs> just for bird shit and fucking yeah, <laughs> shit and bloody uh, lead. That's all you need. Yeah, that's what we're looking for. That's going to tie this thing yeah. together. Very specific testing, please. Oh, yeah, I told the higher ups my theory. They laughed me out of the office. So at the moment. <laughs> At the moment, my name's kind of mud. Yeah, yeah. Just as I was settling into my new desk, as you know, Benoit Blanc was settling into his new desk, I saw you getting dragged out of the office going, test the cork, test it. You'll see I'm right. 
Yeah, yeah. So, as I said, my name is Mud, uh, or around the, around the office, it's bird shit. <laughs> yeah. So, unfortunately, I've got some work to do this week, but I tell you what, I was pounding the fucking butchers. You're coming back on. <laughs> I've really come up with some... You set up, oh, a couple you, of, you set up a couple of placards at the front door, and you're hassling people on the way in and handing out flyers about your theories, so I, I can't wait to hear them. Yeah. You know what? Last week, my meeting with the big wigs last week was a bit like when Jerry Seinfeld and um, George Costanza were pitching their, their pilot, mm. where they had nothing and <laughs> they decided to go with the show about nothing. Yes, Whereas yes. I decided after I threw a couple of theories out and everyone looked fucking confused, I said, Cronenberg's still alive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> now you got us. I see, well, you know, Everyone I, came forward on their seat. <laughs> I, I am Seinfeld and Costanza in the phase where they're still talking about doing the one with the, the bloke becoming their butler. So that's that's <laughs> that's where I'm at at the moment. <laughs> I'm taking, taking the worst ideas from everyone else and running with it. Yeah. All right, very cool shot of the killer. When Brigitte dies, just before she dies, she goes down, the, she walks down the dock. Yeah. And in the background, you see the killer step out onto the dock. Yeah, just out and of focus. And then she moves of. her head. Yeah, yeah. She, and she's out, he's out of focus. She moves her head in the way of him, and then she moves it back, and he's gone. Yep. And I thought that shit was really cool. You know, yeah, it was that's good to classic see. Classic sort of slasher movie stuff. And we're getting into the hopefully into the part of the season where that's just gonna we're gonna get more and more of that stuff. Yeah, I mean, I thought her death being or alleged death, according to you. <laughs> no, no, I'm just <laughs> I am I am saying that in jest, but it is, you know, we've seen it so many times in a movie where someone hasn't been shown actually dying. Although I think we can, as you said, yes. we can read into the into the sand not moving. It was a, it was a very uh, it was a more artistic way of, of throwing it out there, Adam. So I'm I'm pretty yeah, convinced yeah, that she's she's dead now that we've seen that little bit. I'll tell you what, though, I'd hate to be buried alive. Is she deader than Cronenberg? Well, <laughs> I don't want to rule anything out. No. So we saw, we, saw some, we saw some sand stop moving and you're totally convinced, but you saw a shriveled blackened heart being eaten away by acid and there's still a chance. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm telling you. <laughs> Don't fucking question my methods. So you're saying he set up a he set up a uh, a Friday the Thirteenth style gag where he was actually sort of kneeling under the bed with just his, his head poking out and a fake body or something. Yeah, he had I the resource. The bed is fucking jigsaw. I mean, remember when Jigsaw had brain cancer? They yeah. needed to cut it out. That fucking prick was still alive. <laughs> you can't have your heart. You can't have your heart. Eat the way. Honestly, this is why you're um, out. This is why you're out of the office. You've been dragged out of the office and had to clean out your deck. Yeah, that's right. But her death. I've got to ask this question though. How long would it take? Like, even the strongest of men to dig a hole deep enough to put a fucking six-foot woman in it. Oh, yeah, I was thinking too. I'm like, did you take her to another island or something? Because that would have taken some time. Someone might have noticed. (laughs) You need a fucking backhoe. 
<laughs> yeah. What I want to know is, did you call the council and check for check for lines and shit before you started digging? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Sure, oh, shit, I fucking cut the water line. Oh. <laughs> no, no, I could, I, yeah, I have this funny thought of you, you see inside the house and everyone's arguing. You just through the back, just in the background through the window, you just see a fucking backhoe go. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Drive across out the front. <laughs> yeah, it, look, it would have taken him fucking hours to do that. Mm. I don't think she was buried in close proximity where she died, uh, where she was, you know, where she was. So I'm assuming he, he took her away and. Yeah. He did it out of sight. But fuck, mate, you'd be there for a while. You'd need her to be unconscious for some time. Especially if you do it by shovel. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay, that was that was it for me on the on the likes department. What did you have anything else? Yeah, look again, a little bit of Cronenberg doling out geometry sets because he heard she wasn't doing well in maths. I mean, this character is just a world class <laughs> shit bag, and I'm fucking I'm loving every minute of it. <laughs> Reminds me of when I got a fucking box of caramel creams for Christmas one year. I mean, fuck, I was not happy, but I still ate them. Yeah, of course. Of course. You're upset, but I'll, I'll, I'll eat through them in protest while I'm fucking scowling and... Well, funnily enough, whoever gave them to to me must have must have been aware. <laughs> must have been aware that I usually drown my sorrows in a fucking box of custard cream. <laughs> that's a yeah, that's a fair uh, fair bit of work. I mean, a packet of Tim Tams for fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> Minimum Tim Tams. I mean, yeah, shit, I'll take, a, I'll take a pack. I'll take a pack of Nice. Don't skip. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, Jesus. Got to have chocolate on it for fucking... At the very least, it should be chocolate-backed. Yes, correct. If, it's, if there's no chocolate in it, I'm going to fucking... I'm going to look very cranky while I'm eating through the whole packet. <laughs> Didn't you also receive the, the all-time gift of a couple of $20 notes that was just wrapped in a bit of Christmas paper? Yeah. <laughs> at least... Yeah, what's your... At least... I was the, pretty fucking stoked about that. that oh, that's cash. right. I mean, it's quite amusing to actually just unwrap, you know, just grab a card or something next time. <laughs> like, it is... Uh, that's, that's a fair few boxes of caramel cream, so, yeah. Probably a better price. I mean, forty bucks in cash back then. Jesus. Yes. I could have, you know, played Double Dragon down the shops for (laughs) twenty minutes. (laughs) Of course. Look, I love Cronenberg. Yeah, he's he's just awesome. Like the way that you know when she's just given birth to the baby and he fucking rolls in and starts telling it. If you, you um, got two options, yeah, you got two options here, and he's just 
Like I said, he's just fucking gleefully... Like, when he's dishing out options like that, there's just this look to him where he's a hair away from breaking into a smile and kind of <laughs> laughing about what he's doing. You can tell he's kind of gleeful about it. But as I said, all absolute all-time shitbag. It's just every time it's happening, I'm just... Like, it's one of the best parts of the show. Yeah. I mean, there's not a lot of goodness to the bloke. But I, I think from the perspective of his performance, he is kind of enjoying himself. Yes, it looks like, like it. You can kind of see it in his performance. And his performance, look, the man's not known for his acting, but he, I think he gives a pretty decent fucking performance as, a, as the matriarch of this family. He know? does, and I, I think he's... Uh, it's a matriarch. Fucking matriarch. Yeah, but he's just... Um, yeah, like I said, he's just he just fits... He's giving what they're what they're asking of him, and I'm just yeah. The, the enjoyment levels whenever he's in the show are, are way up there. I could watch it. I, I want a prequel yeah. series about his fucking his antics elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anything else for you? No, that was we. Yeah, we pretty pretty much covered covered the things that I was uh, pretty happy about. Look. Disappointed that there wasn't another another um, knock him knock him down, fucking drag him out, fight in the kitchen. Like that would have been a yeah, that, that would have yeah. just topped the episode off, Adam. No, it wouldn't have topped the episode off for me. I can tell you right now. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> now the only dislike I had is twenty four years ago. Look, Cronenberg, you're as fucking leathery as ever. Just shoot the guy from the fucking back. Holy shit. How many times do you have to be fucking told? <laughs> yeah. Look, we've spoken about this, the, the budget, the budgetary issues. I'm still not 100% convinced that they haven't done a bit of de-aging. There was another shot that I looked at this time around and I thought, that looks a bit, I don't know, it looks a bit touched up. But, yeah, it's just not, it's one of the less successful portions of 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 how it's operating because yeah. it's such a big span of oh, hey. time that it's just hard yeah. it's hard to make him look that different I hate to keep bringing it up because we can't, we're, we're labouring the point a little bit but why not shoot the, the shot from up close to her him in the background out of focus mm. as he talks yeah and then you wouldn't have to see him yep because yeah, it just defies logic. Twenty five, twenty four. But it's years not just—it's not just him. It's like you look at Brigitte, and what are we saying? She is around the fifty range. It's hard to make her yeah. then look twenty six or twenty five. That that kind of age range. It's just—it doesn't. Yeah. It's a, so it's not just Cronenberg. It's just the whole the whole part in general. I understand what they what they're going for, but it's really hard without. A budget or some some dazzling special effects on a Marvel movie budget, for example, to actually yeah. take someone and make them look half their age. I guess the thing is, what they were probably concerned about is if you recast the actors twenty five years before and they're different different actors, mm. the people will lose lose track of who's who. Yeah, and that's fair which is enough. Probably correct. Like I, I I understand that. I just. I don't know. I think, and, and obviously it's essential to their story because they've got people who are now adults that they needed to to have been children or just born. Or I understand it from the perspective you're talking about. I understand that it's not a show that has ha, can throw all their money at, at just doing something like that. But it just looks a little bit. 
yeah, it, it, it makes it hard to hard to cop. Like I said, the enjoyment is not being dulled all that much because we're kind of accepting of it, and we're just me personally. I'm just happy to have. If you're gonna, if you're gonna, if that's what I have to accept to have five more minutes of Cronenberg in the episode, well, I'll take it. But yeah, it, it, it does stand I've out. I've kind of gone bit. over it. I just think I don't know how they didn't come to that conclusion, perhaps. Mm. And, and shoot things a little bit differently. But, hey, you know, I'll let it go because I think it doesn't hurt the show. So we'll let that go. It's been four episodes of fucking ranting. Yes. We'll let it go now. Yep. And, until Cronenberg comes up life? next time and you're, st- you're still, you know, commenting on how leathery that he looks. Um, no, it was really only... There was a little bit with the brothers where there was a lot of back and forth between them this episode. and. Some of it unsuccessful in your mind? Some of it I didn't like. Like, I just thought, again, it's a fairly minor one, but towards the end where they started sort of splitting into their their two teams, I guess, and Theo was sort of protective of Liv and Brigitte. I guess the thing that I didn't like was he started to get a little over-the-top crazy. He started to sort of have these little quirks and, you know, started yelling out, kill him and all this, string him up and all this sort of shit, and I was like, fuck, that's gone fairly quickly into a direction of... Vigilantes. Yeah, yeah. And I get it from the perspective of the mother because she's been been showing those angles a little bit, especially when she chose to kill somebody. Yeah, true. Yeah, I don't know. Look, there's there's still a bit to play out, but I just thought in this episode, Vincent started to edge towards a little bit bonkers. Yeah, I know they then threw in that sequence when he was young. He tried to set his sister on fire. Mm. But that wasn't wholly successful either. But again, this comes back into my theories, Jared. Right. Folds back into my theories. Okay. Well, we better get on that. Okay. We, we better We better let Pyro the, back in the building the to make a presentation and try to win back his uh, place on the squad. Yeah, look, I've asked. I've been granted another... Another... Uh, Audience with the you know the commissioner and co. Yeah. To provide this is my last chance. They told me. Yeah. Look, you've been you've been granted fucking two minutes in the foyer as you've accosted them on the way in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bailed them up, <laughs> looking dishevelled. Yeah, I've been sleeping in the foyer previously, <laughs> and I was being. I was being manhandled by security <laughs> when I ran into them. <laughs> yes, they, of course. I they said, stop, around. stop. We'll give you two minutes. <laughs> yeah, give you two minutes. Have a share. Go and have a shower. Come back and get all this. Okay. I've never been surer that Theo's involved. Right. Like, he's either the killer or he's the accomplice, but I think he's the killer. Okay. Everything they have laid out just puts him at cross purposes with everyone else. Yeah. Which, to me, signals him out as the one that they'll twist on. Yeah. Think about it. There's only two or three good characters there in this pack of absolute assholes. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? Looking at the killer, it has to be a man, okay? And 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 again, I, they might do the whole fake out and say it was a woman, but it, that'd be hard to swallow because of the height and size. Yes, of the person, which only fits so a handful of people left. 
Yes. The, so the the, Theo being Liv, one of them. Liv, Theo, and their other sister. I can't remember her name now. Mm. O'Keefe. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. She's had very little time on the show. So we really don't know a lot about her. But they're really your good, your solid, nice characters. Mm. So the only male in that group is Theo. Yeah. And his motivation is still 100% likely. Yeah. For 25 years, he was blamed for his fucking brother's disappearance. Just to clear up, O'Keefe is non-binary, right? Yeah. Yeah. So as it's playing out, of the people left, it was physical stature. And when you see the killer, again, you see the killer with Liv, it rules out, unless they're going to play with that a little bit, everyone bar the brothers and possibly O'Keefe. And I know, you know, the costume is a little bit, um, you know, it's hard to tell a height because of the top hat and things like that. But then when you saw the killer stalking around in a couple of episodes, you looked at things like the, the fucking shoulders and stuff like that. Yeah, and it looked to me. It looked killer and live. Yeah. Yep. Classic example. Mm-hmm. He looked big and imposing. Yep. So, yeah, even then, you look at the two brothers. Vincent's pretty wiry and it didn't look like that sort of frame either. Yeah. Unless, of course, it's Cronenberg. You know, we did mention that, so he's put, he's still a contender. <laughs> sure. I kept that to myself in the meeting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, you know, no, that's, I learned from past mistakes. That's your secret weapon when myself. they start, when you start tossing out Theo and they start going, ah, you start going, it's Cronenberg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah what, I, what I do is I start fucking remonstrating like Sam Lewis. <laughs> I fucking shot him six times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that I I I've got a twist on that though. Okay. I think it's I think it's Theo. Yep. We've pretty much gotten rid of Brigitte, so we know that she can't be the accomplice, right? Could it possibly be that Theo put Vincent in play, and they're doing it together? Yeah, and all this back and forth between them is a is just a ruse. You 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 play the part. Look, the reason that would come across as a bit silly to me is because a lot of their back and forth has been with nobody else around. Sure, a lot of it's been just and the two of them talking. It's highly unlikely. Like it's certainly not top of my list. Mm. But it, it could poten- it could potentially be that. Yeah, look, if it was that. I, I don't think it's a bad twist necessarily, but if it was that, yeah, it but just, it's also cheating. It is because it renders all these. From like, a, uh, yeah, you think about the you think about the conversations they're having. I'm thinking yeah. about the one in the bedroom where they they were getting a bit testy with each other, and yeah, in episode two, I think it was. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It may be a case where they've written it really well to look like that couldn't be the case. But if we perhaps go back and look at those scenes, maybe the the gist of the conversations is isn't actually. It's almost like 
It's almost doesn't, like a code or something. Yeah, well, or They're it doesn't... to each other about the situation. It doesn't rule it out. It might just be them reacquainting or something like that or... Or... Mm. I don't know. I don't know. But it's, it might be an interesting one to go back and have a look at. Yep. I've got another theory for you. Mm-hmm. Is it possible that they're unaware of another party on the island, e.g. the killer, so no one's aware of this person? Mm-hmm. Because the island's pretty big. There's plenty of outbuildings and places to hide. Yeah. And that person is Vincent, the real Vincent. He's been missing for 25 years. Look, I'm still not... Is it possible he's been living on the island the whole time? I'm actually still leaning towards that the guy that is there is Vincent. And I feel like, as you okay. said, this, this episode, it's, it's the things like the, the singing yeah, of the tune. That, that's kind of, of under, underdone me there. Um, that's underdone me a touch. But again, you said that Brigitte was in cahoots with Cronenberg. Is that your, was what your one of initial? That's, his, his, that's what I thought initially. And what she said yeah. seems to be on that track, but not quite. Like she said that she, he, he didn't pay the ransom. Or whatever, and he was returned yeah. to what's his what's his name again? I keep calling him Cronenberg. Spencer, that's his name, isn't it? Spencer, yeah. He was. She returned him to Spencer, and Spencer sent him off to fucking somewhere else. Now that she's dead, I tend yeah, to well, believe. That, that, that I tend would to believe work that, for me. Well, I tend to believe that it wasn't it wasn't them in in cahoots with each other now. Now that she's sort of spilled that revelation and been killed, I tend to believe, okay, well, mm. so she's saying that she returned him and Spencer was the one that kept him hidden all this time. So, but you, I but mean, you could, you could still be right. Though. This could still be a, this could still be an imposter of some, some sort. Well, that's it. The reason why I keep coming back to that is he, Spencer sent him away. So it could have been anybody. Yes. It can be anybody who returns. We could say it was Vincent. It's now, just Spencer's the song. Not spill the beans because no one knew that that's what had happened. But talking about the song and then showing the flashback. Yeah, that's the bit that makes it a little is, bit. That makes it a little bit hard. Yeah, they're going to have to come up with something to to explain that. What you were tossing out is not necessarily all that far fetched. I don't think. No, because if Vincent was never never seen for twenty five years, the high possibility is he was still on the island. Right? Yeah. In the bunker? And who's perhaps? To say, Who <laughs> perhaps. Who's to say that the fake Vincent isn't in cahoots with the real Vincent? So and you're still Vincent, you're still convinced Vincent, you're still convinced that this guy is an imposter. Well fuck mate, how many times have we seen that shit where people feed false you know, like people who that, that they, they, they pick up on little pieces or they're being fed information? In it's this just case, the reaction. Just the reaction to the song. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look, I'm not. I'm not wedded to him being the imposter any as as heavily as I was because this stuff has kind of undone it a little. But I'm tossing out a theory that I still feel might have some merit. Him, he is an imposter. He is in cahoots with someone else on the island who is the killer, which that no one else is aware of, who's been living there, mm. and that person is Vincent, the real Vincent. And so that's right. why he knows about the song. And they're, they're using the trick of him, you know, his reaction to it, just to fake us out. Yeah. 
Right, because you've got to play with your audience a little bit. Again, I think it's a slight cheat if you did that. Yep. But it's not as bad as saying the two brothers were talking and they're in cahoots, so they were taking shots at each other just to keep their ruse up. Well, I no think... no one else was around. Yeah, I don't know. I just think that's going to have to be a fair old explanation now that now that that's happened for him to be. Like, what? Is, was, the, was the real Vincent singing it to this bloke and just kind of mentioned, oh, this was the song that was sung to me by my, by my captors? Like, yeah, he may have. That's what, that's what I'm going with. I'm going with that. That is a potential possibility. He fed him information. See, I just think I just think that's a that's a bit of a stretch. And I think perhaps maybe they were just just keeping the imposter thing alive to string us along a little bit. Yeah, in, a, in another one, in another one of these directions. Okay. Who knows? Who knows? The last one I have is far out. But it could potentially work. The problem is we've seen people die in front of everybody. Yeah. So it's 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 unlikely to be this. Yeah. But I every time I think about it, I think April Fool's Day. Yeah. I keep thinking, is it possible that this is all a game? It's not real. Well, People's limbs being pulled off, probably. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I know. That's, that's, where, that's bit, where we're going. Is it is a bit far out. It is impossible to, to to sort of understand that, and you'd have to be, if that was the actual case, I would have a hard time believing you produced special effects. Yeah. That was so convincing. Yep. But it just, it just, it's a game. Cronenberg's a, a manipulator. He's a shit stirrer. You know, it, it would not surprise me that that's what it is. Yeah. That the whole thing's a, a, ga- a gag. So I out of your theories, I think, well, see, see, that would fit his character and his, his the way that he's been going, but it's just going to be so hard to explain how everyone on the island saw a bloke pulled apart, how they're finding these bodies and shit like that. Like, that's going to be really tough to explain again. But I think out of your theories, the two brothers working together is probably the one that I would uh, think possibly has the most to it. I think out of this episode, number one, the physical the physical aspect of it is hard to ignore, but there seems to only be a handful of the characters who haven't been present when something's happened or haven't had an encounter and... With the killer. With the killer. Or when he's been around. Theo being involved is a fair explanation for what went on outside because he runs back to the house, supposedly, and then the killer's around when the when the Liv and Brigitte are out. Yeah. So it's pointing towards him, Vincent, and the other two that I was looking at were O'Keefe still hasn't, hasn't had a lot of involvement and doesn't seem to be in amongst those things when they're happening. Yeah, not a huge player. But also, why are we continuing to persist with the, the young girl? Eating corks and the like. Eating corks. <laughs> what, are, what are we... Because there's not a lot there so far. Yeah. They even tried to use it as a kind of a bonding moment between her and her stepmom. Yeah. What's the, what's the end game there? What's the, what's the necessity for any of that? Yeah, I'm not sure because there was this relationship with her dad that, as you said, was a little bit... If early episodes, it was kind of interesting the way that she was pushing the, the her stepmother to the side a little bit. But yeah, 
since then, she's just kind of been there. She's just been around, and I don't know why we're keeping her around. Eating things that she shouldn't be. So I don't know what she's going to be eating next. Perhaps we're going to walk in and find her eating a body or something like that. (laughs) Guarantee you, I can tell you right now, uh, put this in the bank. Put this in the bank. I I told this to the big wigs as well, just as a sort of a side note, just sort of (laughs) say that, look, I'm on top of things. She's going to come waltzing out of the fucking kid's room eating some chalk. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. She'll be plugged up after that. (laughs) Oh, yeah, she will be bugged up, all right. They need to check the laxative. The laxatives are available in the kitchen or whatever, but shit. Yeah, I'm a bit bit like you. I just feel like that stuff's unnecessary. The only... Do we really... I just don't know why you're keeping her around. Could she be an accomplice, though? Is well, that's that what I'm, I'm looking Not the girl, at. But the the um, stepmom. Yeah. See, this is the thing, right? It's it's very uh, difficult to see a reason why some of them are still there. And the young girl is is the one, the biggest one for me. I'm just looking at it, and I'm like, her her role in each episode is just. Sort of to be around. She's not really doing anything. So I'm not sure why she's still there. And I'm just wondering, well, I don't know. Are they trying to just, just keep us around to throw, keep her around to throw us off the scent or I don't know. But that's, that's the group of characters where I'm looking at it and I'm circling it saying, well, these are the ones that just haven't seemed to have been involved in a hell of a lot to do with the killing and, and what's happening. They haven't been involved. Far as I can tell, they haven't been around when the killer's shown up, whereas some of the yeah. other other characters have. Yeah, interesting. Got any other theories? No, see, I'm still a bit light on theories. As I said, the, the, the higher-ups have lauded me for my early call that uh, the Bajit, we need to keep an eye on Bajit. But as I said, uh, after I took that promotion and, you know, strolled out of the office, I went back to my desk and went, fuck, what have I got now? <laughs> Come up with something else. <laughs> Yeah, whereas I, I, I quickly flipped my board convince- over that just had a, you know, I had my little board with all the string and everything. I've just scratched all that off and yeah. put a big question mark. I quickly flipped that over before they called me into the office. <laughs> Look, I've now been, um, I've been uh, welcomed back into the precinct with open arms after today. Yeah, well, I, I, um, oh, I, I, I was on the panel. Have- I was on the panel and having nothing myself, I thought. This bloke's got 14 theories. I might be able to latch onto one while he's fucking sifting through all his evidence and shit like that. So I said, yeah, bring him back, bring yeah, him back. Uh, yeah, bring him back. Yeah, yeah, I'm back on. I've got my team together. I've assembled my team and immediately told them to go back to the lab. <laughs> Cork, pick it up, tell me what's and on the, it. Yeah, and my second in command's like, fuck, boss. We've done that back 20 times. Do we really have to go back there? Hey, listen, like, this time around, them. you haven't been given a team. You've just been told to fucking... <laughs> You're a, you're a lone wolf. Work this shit out yourself, idiot. <laughs> yeah. So I'm happy where things are going. Put it that way. See, but is it too easy? No, but see, you jumped on the who did it in the first season an, an episode in. Episode. I, I jumped so on that shouldn't... 10 minutes in, mate. I think I was 10 minutes into the first episode <laughs> where I texted you and I said, this is my early call. Is it this bloke? <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to waver because initially I'm thinking to myself, Theo's too easy. Yeah. 
Like now we're four episodes in, he's too easy. Yeah. No, I don't want to waver on that because I just keep coming back to the fact that his motivation is exactly what I would expect. Yeah, and and his mother is an absolute loose unit, so you could see that he might be a little bit unstable having to deal with that and having yeah. to deal with the pressure of her blaming him and all this sort of shit. So, look, I yeah, think... I don't, I, think I, I don't like to use this term often, Jared, but his mother is a kind of a thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Jesus. Um, I wish they'd hit her Worst just a little bit there. harder with the breadboard um, in episode three, but I think you, you're onto something there. I, I, I actually... And this is part of the reason I'm enjoying it more. As you mentioned, the first season, I had a suspect in ten minutes... And so everything I looked at was through that lens and everything that I saw just kept kept me saying, yep, I, th- I still think it's him. Season yeah. two, I didn't quite get that one. I, I got I got a portion of it. I had a character that was a little bit there. <laughs> don't, don't want it. Don't want it. Well, if you haven't watched it, spoilers a little bit. But the, the, whole, the whole imaginary. heartily. Yeah, the whole <laughs> imaginary thing. I just wasn't expecting them to go there because it had been so kind of ridiculed. It had been straight down. It's such a straight down the line season two. Yeah. So I was just expecting it's one of them. Yep. Season three, I think it was about just before the halfway point. We started to put a put a theory together, which turned out to be correct yeah. as well. So I'm actually enjoying the fact that in this one, I'm a little bit fucking all over the shop. I don't really know what's what to believe, and and, and the theory that you've put forward. Sound absolutely sound, but I'm just like, I don't. I'm not so sure this time. Whereas the previous seasons, I've been a bit more confident. So I feel I'm enjoying that aspect of it that they are tossing a few things around. Yeah, yeah, agreed, agreed. It has. It seems like it's got a little bit more. It's going to be harder to pick. Yeah. Than a broken nose. Mm. <laughs> so I'm happy with where we're sitting. And I was happy with the episode. Yeah, very happy. So that is episode four of Slasher, uh, season four. Stay tuned for the next episode. But until then, take it easy and we'll catch up with everyone later. Cheers. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net.au.